Welcome to the Science and Magic Podcast, where we dive deeply into conversations related to the nervous system, spirit, and working more deliciously. I'm your host, Amanda Levesque, and I believe that there is a more nourishing way to work, and that we can use wisdom from both science and magic to discover it. So, deepen your breath, feel the ground beneath your feet, and welcome a bit more ease into your body now. Let's dive in. Hello, Science and Magic podcast listeners. As always, I'm sending you warmth and kindness wherever you are listening to this from. I have decided to record this episode on the new moon in Scorpio. And if you're not familiar with moon cycles, this cosmic season is typically known for its themes of shadow, intensity, depth, passion, and raw emotion, honestly. I think we all have spaces in ourselves that we have hidden out of shame or guilt. These might be parts of our character, personalities, maybe situations where we've behaved in a way that we aren't proud of. Scorpio season offers an energetic opportunity to look at these quote-unquote unlovable aspects and not with the intention of banishing them or shoving them deeper away into a drawer or a closet, but with the intention of holding them in courageous kindness and love. I refer to this practice as self-love and want to dedicate this episode to my exploration of this topic. It will be another solo episode. I got a lot of feedback about the last solo episode on surrender that you all enjoyed that. So I will be doing solo episodes on occasion moving forward in addition to my episodes where I host guests for lovely conversations. But there will also be the addition of some pretty touching letters of self-love that have been submitted by a few of my clients at the end of this episode. They recorded them, so you'll be able to hear their voices, their words, their hearts. These letters touched me deeply when they were shared with me. They often gave me goosebumps and they brought me to tears of resonance. I hope they move you towards a more tender relationship with yourself as they did for me. I hope you enjoy this episode. And as always, I would love to hear from you in the Science and Magic Facebook group, which I've linked below in the show notes. You are welcome to share your thoughts about this episode. If anything moved you or resonated with you, you're always welcome to make requests on future episodes or ask questions. I often share fun polls or updates. It's just a good way to be connected with this community. Also, please take a few moments and leave a rating or review, or even share this podcast with a friend, I really can't express how much it helps 
to spread this podcast to others who may benefit from the content and resonate with it. So in my own life and in my work with my clients, I found self-love to be one of the most important, if not the most important component in building a life of vitality, satisfaction, and overflow. To me, self-love can look like maybe gently letting yourself sleep an extra few minutes in the morning and taking the time to appreciate the softness of your pillow and the silkiness of your sheets. It could also look like breathing deeply into your belly and softening your body when someone gives you a compliment actually letting the words infuse into your heart, into your body, and into your mind. Self-love could look like the courage to say no when something is not for you, and also having the grace to forgive yourself when you mess up or you make a mistake. I think self-love is remembering that our bodies are made up of stardust and earth matter and water and that the same energy that flows through rainforests and sunsets also flows through you. You are sacred. You are divine. Self-love might look like turning on the lights in the bathroom as you get ready for the day when you're kind of raw and real in your newly waking state and looking profoundly into your eyes and saying out loud, I love you and feeling the words and maybe even adoring the tears and sensations that arise as you speak them out loud. What would it look like to stare into your own eyes, breathe deeply And speak out loud that you love yourself. And this is the kind of love where it's not just directed towards the spaces that are easy to show love to, but all of you. I found three definitions of self-love in the dictionary. One is an appreciation of one's own worth or value. Two is a proper regard for and attention to one's own happiness and well-being. And three is an inflated love or pride in oneself. I want to address a potential block you might have in the practice of self-love. And in my work with clients, I find that there often exists a fear of definition number three, that centering attention into self could lead to narcissism or an overinflated sense of self-importance. Of course, this is always something to be aware of. We do live in a world dominated in many ways in an energy that is centered on self rather than connectivity with the whole. When this block or this fear comes up, I remind myself and my clients that each of us is a part of the whole, just like a finger is part of the entire body. And if we remember this in our practice of self-love, we might remember that our responsibility is first managing our own energy and emotions, and then 
from a place that is more embodied in love, calm, and honestly, nervous system regulation, we can take loving action for the collective that is exponentially more potent than if these things weren't practiced. And this action can either take place in words, behavior, prayer, maybe energy. Now that that has been addressed, I want to center this conversation around the power of embracing the full spectrum of you. And this means all of you, the places where shame and guilt and embarrassment might arise, the places that we've shoved deep down somewhere in our psyches out of disdain or fear that they might be seen by others. Self-love is not just practicing love for the light and easy aspects, but it's courageously embracing the places that we feel are not desirable. And I think this kind of love will not only create a more easeful way of being in the world, but it also has a massive impact on relationships with family, friends, even interactions with strangers. A pattern that I've noticed in my own life and my work with my clients is that the things that irritate us in others often are a projection of what we dislike about ourselves. For example, let's say that we can't stand it when people don't follow through with their word. Like they say maybe they're going to pay you back or show up for something at a specific time and they never do it. Yes, many of us would find that annoying, but some of us may be triggered in a really visceral way. Like it could have a huge negative influence on the rest of the day. I would invite someone who is extra triggered by this character trait to look inward at themselves. In what ways have you or do you not follow through with your word? And there might be an immediate defensiveness that's pretty normal. Like you might say, I am always someone who follows through with what I say, or I have great integrity with how I show up in my life. And it might be true that you do the majority of the time because you really work hard at it and you value it. But I would offer that each of us lives a full spectrum experience as human beings. And there have probably most likely been a few instances where you have not followed through with your word. And perhaps you despise yourself in those times. Perhaps there is shame and guilt and anger. The inquiry or invitation here is how can you love that part of you? Just like you love and honor the part of you that follows through and shows up and has integrity. The truth is, I don't think we can truly love ourselves unless we love all of ourselves. And if you love all of you, then you can love others in a more expansive way as well. From this framework, self-love equals love for the collective. So I warmly invite you to allow something to the surface that gets under your skin about someone else. And maybe you don't even need to do that. Maybe 
during this Scorpio season, you are being triggered by a shadow or you are working with something within yourself that is hard to love. This shadow, if you are interested in practicing this radical kind of self-love, it may not come through right in this moment, but you could open yourself up to something that arises in the next several days. When it does, see if you can really foster the courage to look within and find the ways that you emulate this characteristic. There might be a lot of resistance. Just notice what the resistance feels like. Do your muscles tense up? Does your heart start to race? Does your head become hot? The next step is to see if you can just let everything be there just as it is. You might have memories of yourself expressing this characteristic. You might experience disdain for the characteristic itself. And if nothing is arising consciously, then just be with the feelings of resistance and defensiveness and irritation. If you aren't irritated, then be with the numbness. When we just let something be as it is, when we can soften to it, breathe with it, have kindness towards it, that's the path towards a love that is unconditional, both towards self and others. I believe that this kind of practiced and intentional self-love can make it easier to treat yourself to the beautiful things in life, to spend the extra money and time getting your favorite fancy coffee drink or maybe an extra few moments enjoying the hot water of an evening shower. It will give you the strength and fortification to really step away from unhealthy situations or relationships. It will help you rest more confidently into the act of saying no to the time demands that someone else might have unnecessarily placed on you because you can feel deep in your bones that you need alone time and you love yourself enough to take it. It will help you say yes to profound life-giving love. It will help you to truly embrace and expand into the success that you know is for you and the good things the good situations, the good interactions, the blessings that find their way to your life. You will be able to navigate through life not from the motivation of running away from some part of you, but in the energy of accepting all of you. As mentioned at the beginning of this episode, one of the things I do with my clients is have them write a love letter to themselves. I have them connect into their innermost essence, oftentimes the energy of their inner child, and write words of kindness, forgiveness, and unconditional love. Several of them have agreed to share their letters on this episode. When they shared their letters with me, I fell to their words deep within my soul, and it inspired me to write this solo episode. I believe there is such a resonance within the heart of the human experience, and we can profoundly influence each other in our authentic sharing. I hope these letters soften and melt you into kindness and love. 
I invite you to drop your energy out of your head and into your heart as their words pour from this sacred place. If you have a few minutes, find a place to be still and maybe even close your eyes and let the sharing awaken the deep truth within every cell of your being, which is love. And I encourage you to revisit this listening as often as feels resonant with you and maybe even write your own love letter to yourself. Blessings on your journey towards self-love, sweet soul. Remember, as you learn to love you more deeply, you also learn to love me and others in your life. And as I learn to love all parts of me, I learn to love all expressions of you and the beloved humans in my life. Until next time. Dear Sierra Jade, I love you. You don't say that enough to your present self, so I'm here to say it for you. You are becoming the person you wish you had as a child, when you were lonely, anxious, and afraid. Be gentle with yourself, as your healing journey is a huge part of who you are. Know you are destined for greatness, no matter what you do. You've always had this intense drive, but it came out of fear. Fear of failure. I'm here to tell you, that fear you harnessed and embed so deeply within yourself is no longer needed. You no longer need a shield around you in order to feel safe. You are a magical creation that has gone through many triumphs, including your entrance into this plane and dimension. You are strong. You are able to be vulnerable. You are called to heal. We've always had a warm and captivating energy and presence. That's our true nature. You are magic. The way you question life is your superpower. With this questioning, you may feel like a black sheep or out of place at times. But this friction is what makes it your superpower. You're meant to speak your unconventional thoughts, and people will listen because of who you are. You are a strong and powerful woman that is caring, nurturing, independent, confident, sexy, intelligent, and so much frickin' more. For every one flaw, there is a hundred ways to make it your own strength. Love yourself unconditionally, because in your rawest form, you are pure love. Explore falling in love with yourself over and over again. Don't limit yourself by your past or present conditions, ever. For your future is controlled by you and the universe, that expanded version of yourself that sees and knows far beyond your 3D eyes. Trust in your expanded self. Trust in your present self. I love you. Sierra. Dear little Deborah, you are so wise. You see what others do not, and they don't understand, but that's okay. Your uniqueness is such a gift to the world. You inspire others, and you don't even know it. It's really okay that you're not good at school. Most of that stuff doesn't really matter. 
Your unique talents and drive will take you far. I'm so sorry that Dad's so controlling. He has his own issues that he takes out on others, but you are not a bad kid. You are honest and kind, which will have so many rewards. It's a good thing that you're not like your sisters. You don't need to feel less than them because you have very different talents than them. Stay true to your own soul's desires and don't get distracted by what other people think you should do. Shine bright, my little star. But also remember to stay humble because everyone is on their own path. Remember you are loved unconditionally and you have a guardian angels, protectors, and spirit guides who are always there for you. Talk to them whenever you need to. Love your future self. Albert, I love you so deeply and unconditionally. I love the person you have become and love watching you evolve each day. I love your heart, your light, your magic, and your mind. You deserve the world. You don't need anyone or anything to validate the amazing soul that you are. You deserve the greatest love. That love being inner peace. It is coming. Be patient, Albert. I promise you it's worth the wait. The higher source, the universe, and the guides want nothing but the best for you. Believe that. Trust that. Don't operate in those low frequencies. Instead, share your light with others. Stay honest. Stay true. Bring that childlike energy to all that are blessed to be in your orbit. Think and say positive things. You are on the right track. Love on yourself every day. Remind yourself you're worth it because you are. You truly are. Let me say this again. I love you, Albert. I love you so deeply and unconditionally. And when you are able to fully love yourself, put yourself first and not take other people's actions seriously, let me tell you, magic is going to happen for you. Go out there and love as hard as you can. Open your heart, Albert. I promise you are enough. With all my love, me. To my inner child, I am so proud of you for being you. Your character, your resilience, your inherent ability to be broken, rebuilt, be broken again, and always come back stronger and more beautiful, like a phoenix. You may not believe me right now, but that ability is worthy of praise and awe.
I am so inspired by you and I'm so proud to be the person you've grown up to be. It's because of you that we are where we're at now. It's also because of you that we have such rich experiences and ability to connect with others in the world. I know you've always wondered what you could have done better when you faced tough situations, and I'm here to tell you that you did everything perfectly, more than anyone could have asked for. Again, I'm so proud of you. I'm sorry for all those times I tried to stifle you away or abandon you. It wasn't because you were doing anything wrong. It was because I was afraid of the truth. I promise I'll never abandon you again. Even if I slip up in the moment, I promise to always come back and check in with you later. I'm no longer available for self-abandonment. I will listen to what you have to say. Your voice is important to me. Your opinions are important to me. Your feelings are important to me. Yours is the most important to me of them all. I know you've been told this before in the past and it hasn't been true, but I commit to showing up for you again and again until you believe me. We are worth it. We may not always agree with each other, and I may not always choose to do what you say, but I will always listen to everything you have to say and take you seriously, because I love you, I honor you, I approve of you, I trust you, I value you. I am alive because of you. You are that important to me, so never forget that. If you're overwhelmed, that's okay. We'll take it a little bit at a time until you feel safer to receive my love and respect. We both have container expansion to work on, so let's do it together. Forever yours, Lucy. I love that I embody the energy of a tree. I dig my roots deep inside the earth, and I ground myself. The earth gives me peace and strength to grow taller and stronger every day. As I grow, my roots grow too, deeper and deeper and wider and wider across all lands. I've dug my roots in my birthplace of Mexico. I traveled to Minnesota and have dug my roots here. Now I will travel to the other side of the world and dig my roots somewhere new. As my life magically evolves, my roots will grow deeper and across the whole earth and my soul will rise like a tree a giant tree that is rooted in this earth that we are living in the taller i grow the more branches i grow each branch represents a new aspect of myself a new hobby a new activity a new version of me and i am okay with it I am okay with growing and expanding and spreading my roots all over the world to gain the wisdom of a tree. Trees are magical, wise, and divine beings. And I love that I embody their na nature and energy. Mm -hmm.